only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. The radio feeds, and uh, and away we go, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you on the flip side of the intro. Air traffic control, bring in New York. Roger that. Bring in Canada. 10-4. Gentlemen, we have liftoff. Bam! We are back again for number 10. Cave Crew Radio, season 10. Let's go! CaveCrewRadio.com There was a time when the world turned their back on men. Men with a dream and savage yearning within them. Legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanations. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of I say this with all due respect. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Shut up! broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man gonna go to a place like a shot in a beer steak man saying we can stop get pancakes and then we'll get laid all right why do you drink ice cold beer on hot mr clayman what else are you gonna do with it to alcohol the cause of and solution to all of life's problems Cave Crew Radio, ladies and gentlemen, we are back after a very short break. It is great to be here. We are live on CaveCrewRadio.com. We are live on YouTube. We are live on Facebook. We are live on Pulse Talk FM, uh, several affiliates uh, replaying the show. And, of course, we're available wherever podcasts can be found. And tonight, in a very short moment... Uh, we are going to bring in a guest, which you may not recognize because you usually only see him as a uh, a cartoon and as an audio piece. But I think we're uh, we're going to have a great time with him here tonight. Did I say it was DK? I don't even know. But if you don't know me by now, you're new here. But uh, stick around. We're going to have a great show. We've got uh, some news. We got some talking FLA. We got epicenters. We got all that good stuff. But I don't want to hold up the show any longer, uh, folks, uh, boring you. Uh, first, I'm going to swing over to 
And now, he is the king of the sovereign county of Urine Stench and Stenchlandia, the commander-in-chief of the Water Gypsies, the self-proclaimed president of the United States, a university graduate, and always the epicenter of something. Ladies and gentlemen, His Royal Highness, Big B. Yes, live from Queens, New York, I am King B, King of Stenchlandia and of the Water Gypsies, uh, your president-elect of the United States of America, and as always, uh, the epicenter of something. Um, I will get to the epicenter in a minute because I was just handed something that came like, early. Can she not get the flow of the show by now? There, I there, are, things, there are things going on this evening, so uh, we're... Early. Friday nights are meant for drinking. Here is Mrs. B's drink of the week. So, uh, replacing the epicenter this week, ladies and gentlemen, is the drink of the week. <laughs> is this is this is what what? Remember the block party last year, and I told you uh, we got hammered on a watermelon drink that uh, my wife called the Gallagher. Yes, that's what this is. So it's watermelon vodka, watermelon juice, triple sec syrup, and some sugar. And that glass looks like it's from Avatar or something. It's like 3D. Oh, yeah. Well, it's got, it's, you put it in the freezer. So it's got ice in it. There's a strawberry, there's an umbrella. Um, but wait, there's more because you always ask. Oh, oh, big bees. Holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank God someone else is going to be reading the news tonight. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be fun. Uh, I, I have been requested, though, uh, to not drink this whole thing. Oh. Because uh, we have the uh, communion tomorrow. Uh, oh, so, so, so that's, I get it, because I study that stuff, too. So is, is your wafer going to be a magic biscuit with the wacko tobacco in it or uh if i drink this whole thing i may not even make it so who knows I, we gotta do a facebook live of of the drink uh the communion big b taking communion he's drinking watermelon juice and vodka and he's gonna and he's gonna eat a hash brownie as the body Yes, that's exactly what I'm going to You say. may actually find God after that, Big B. I'd be so proud of you. Or, or something else, yeah. maybe. Who knows? You might end up on the nine planes of hell. Uh, you have read Dante, I assume. Uh, yes, I have. All right. Of course you have. Of course I have. Anyway, let's carry on. And... By the way, sorry to everyone who's awaiting our guests very anxiously, and welcome to Isby and Chat, and feel free to share. Um, you always complain that my camera is backwards. So I meticulously, every show, make sure that I make sure the mirroring is off. Unless you have a new secret door, your camera is not correct. This is my camera every week. Well, you usually look the other way. When looking for Mrs. B. So I'm assuming you've been in that watermelon juice a little bit before the show. But there we go. How does that look? Yes. And then you look the other way to Mrs. You get on me about it on both shows. So, and thank you, Mrs. B, for taking time 
uh, out of your religious weekend to join Cape Crew Radio. Yes, yeah, she she went back upstairs because there are, there are are tons of things that she has to get done tonight for the communion tomorrow. I can just imagine. <laughs> just imagine. Anyway, uh, so uh, I'll, I'll bring in the guest, and I can bring, then I can talk about my epicenter. Uh, I'm assuming uh, everybody knows Mike reads the news. I'm assuming everybody knows Twitter shits. I'm assuming everybody has by now heard of the small town known as Surprise, Arizona. The man that has made, put Surprise, Arizona on the map is with us live tonight. I bring you Mike Jolitz. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Hang on a minute. Don't say a word yet. I must have something here. Come on, somewhere. I don't want to dun, dun, dun. A big event for us, ladies and gentlemen, because if you don't know, we were first fans of him before he ever joined us. That's true. Hey, guys, it's great to be here. Uh, the Berserker uh, is taking a little leave of absence, Big B. I'm sorry. So you're going to have to put some of that work on someone else for now. Sorry. Uh, that that's 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 fine. You've okay. done wonderful work for Stenchlandia up until now, so you deserve time off. Right, I, and I don't imagine if you were listening to the pre-show, ladies and gentlemen, the Berserker would do well in a parka. It's uh, going down to eighty-five in Arizona. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's eighty-eight right now. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you, Mike? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty well. It's- it's what are you drinking tonight? Do you have a drink of choice? You usually have like these strange vodkas or... Uh, sky vodka and Mountain Dew. I knew he'd have Sky vodka. And Jason Scott would be so proud he's mixing it with Mountain Dew, Big B. There you go. It's the Wonderful. So, so, so I've seen you have quite a number of Sky vodka posts on your, on your Facebook page. Yes. Uh, what we've come to uh, drink here is Ciroc. I don't know if you've ever tried Ciroc vodka, but if you haven't, on your next bottle, don't get Sky, get Ciroc. Is that C-I-R-O-C? Is that yes. R-Q? Yes, C-I-R-O-C. Okay. And your next bottle, get get Ciroc, don't get Sky. And tell me tell me if you see a difference on, okay. on taste and cleanliness of the vodka. Nice. I've decided that, uh, and this is an uh, executive decision, but we need to have, a, during the uh, endless summer, a special, uh, believe it or what, between Mike Jolitz and... Big B. Wow. We could. I'm, yeah, I'm always up for a, a believe it or what. Sure. We got to do it. See, would, once you get over once you get over the game nerves, you're going to love this. Live is, there's no going back and editing. There's no, oh, fuck, I screwed that up. And we're going to get you through Mike Reads the News. Don't you worry. Uh, we got it down. We've been doing it for years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, uh, to be totally honest, I started drinking like an hour ago. So, nice. yeah, kill, kill the nerves. It's, uh, well, it is, yeah, it is. Is now, now, is that the same spot where we recorded, uh, the news that one time I was over there and, and the commercial? That's the same spot. Yeah, the bed is, uh, sideways now, but it's a uh, same area. Right. It's the same area. So, uh, and, and what did you call the studio? You called it, I forget what you called it. Oh, yeah. I called it Root Bassett Studio. Rude Bassett Studio. That's right. Hey, you guys keep talking for a minute. I got to go back to something here. Now that we got Mike. Hang on. 
Let's see if I can uh, find it. So, yeah, when, when the video came on, I was like, wait a minute. I know that. <laughs> that room. <laughs> yeah, it only I took, was there. Yeah, it took about, what, a year to get me on here live? Uh, it's, uh, and we always, every week, we always say we need you to come on. Uh, it's <laughs> it's it. nice to have you here. What's the rest? What's what's the rest of the family up to on a Friday night? Were they like, were they pissed that you're like, no, nah, I'm not doing anything. I got to go on the show. <laughs> no, uh, wife is working. My okay. son is with friends, and the daughters are on their own. That's why he's live. He didn't have any responsibilities tonight. That's right. No, no, that I walked in and I said, I will not be available. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of a uh, audible. Uh, our good friend Lincoln, who helped us out with uh, the theme song from uh, Talking FLA, and um, I think he's helped Mike out on some stuff and whatnot. He sent me some trivia. Oh, what is this? Is back in March, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. This is back in March. He sent me some trivia. He says, When you get Mike live, Ooh. and I said, I, I answered him back that day on March 4th, and I said, uh, Saturday, March 4th, it was. And I said, uh, Yeah, when surprise freezes over, we'll get him live on the show. So he's got. Three questions for you here, and I, I guess, Big B, you and I can try and answer them, mm -hmm. and Mike will tell us the uh, truth. Uh, and thank you for your service, by the way, Mike Jolitz. Uh Mike is an Army veteran. Yes. What was his last rank? Was it A, First Sergeant, B, Sergeant Major, or C, Specialist? What do you think, Big B? And we talked about, I remember, we were in the Mexican restaurant. We were talking about mm -hmm. this. You were telling the story. And I want to say first sergeant. Now, I want to say specialist because he's always talking about being on the radio. You know, he's, he was the radio guy, the communicator. Okay. What is it, Mike? I was a specialist. specialist. I got it uh, right. Uh, point for DK. Now, is that a... Speaking of a specialist, do you get like any marks or? Uh, uh, let me see. Well, private we, is is one little hash. Yeah. And then a, a corporal is two. Uh, and then uh, I forgot PFC and uh, PFC is a slash and at a bottom part. I don't know what they call the things. But anyway, uh, a specialist is like an upside down curve on the top here. Yeah, and it, it's this way, but it looks like it has a little chicken in there. It isn't, but that's kind of what it looks like. So, like, if a corporal walks by, who's got rank? The corporal, because he's got the training. I oh, have, okay. uh, as a specialist, you have years in service, basically. Gotcha. And I, and I think it, it, the it's called a chevron. She, that sounds right. Oh, listen to you. I know. That's I was in point. the Naval Reserve. Did, did you serve, Big B? I don't know if you've ever told him. No, you never served. No, I, I did not. You my just father, my father was in Vietnam. My grandfather was in World War Two, I think. So, um, but I never served. So basically, you just watched uh, Mike Jolitz and I dodging mortar and became an expert. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Every free <laughs> chance I got, I ran up to Canada to watch you, and then I ran to uh, Mike was in the Middle East, so I ran to the Middle East to watch Mike as well. And I never left the homeland. Guy. I never left the homeland, by the way. I was very fortunate. Um, but I was only a reserve. So, all right. Here's question number two. Right. 
He had an army buddy friend named. You ready for this, Big B? I need you. I really need you to read this. Chuck C. Young, Tuvan Chow, or C. Hop Choi. What'd you say, Big B? I don't have a clue on this one. I just really like C. Hop Choi. I'm going to go with. That's what I'm going with. C. Yeah. Hop Choi. C. Hop Choi, I'll go with as well. <laughs> All right. No points for anybody. The uh, army buddy was Toe Van Cho. <laughs> and his nickname was Toe Boner. <laughs> I was going to say, I bet you had some fun with him. Yeah, he was a riot. He uh, he, he spoke English, but not good. And uh, like he would want to go to the beach, but he would go. He would say, let's go to the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So not speaking English very well. Did they just take anyone in the army, I'm assuming? or No, it was more so of certain uh, combinations in words that he couldn't say right. But he spoke English fairly decent. Yeah. All right. So the answer was, again, say that for us again. To Van Cho. To Van Cho. See, the way he wrote it was To Van Cho. I, and I'm not I'm not as good as Big B. Uh, he's also known as the Vietnamese Wonder. I should have just done like Big B does. But, um, all right, bonus question. Over, under, and the number is 10. Amount of songs created by the group Mike was in, in the Army. Uh, and I'd like, we need to hear the story as well once we answer. Um, Mike's very creative, Big B. I'm saying over, over 10. Yeah, I'll go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go over as well. Actually, I think it's about eight, but we did a couple different versions. Like we did an acoustic one and we did a, a like a version two of another one. So it's, I think it's like an eight. And, and where are these songs located? Like okay. <laughs> uh, on my hard drive, wherever that is. Oh, we uh, got to get a hold I of these. Available. I, I'll get you them. <laughs> the, okay. So this is what we did. Uh, but my friend Lincoln was leaving in like two months and he had a toolbox and everything is numbered and kept track of. So his toolbox was toolbox nine. So we, I walked into his room. He was playing around on his keyboard, making some music. I'm like, uh, Hey dude, check this out. I had written down all of the stickers, you know, that little gun with the letters. And you turn yeah. It? Yeah. Squeeze? Okay. We had stickers all over this box and just for fun. So I'd have it for future. I wrote all the stickers down and exactly the way I wrote it became lyrics for the song toolbox nine. It's the most (laughs) insane thing. We didn't change anything. I can't wait to hear this stuff. We, we need to feature this copyright free on cave crew radio. Now that you're exclusive to us. Um, did you ever play an instrument or you just wrote and sang? Uh, it was just a fluke. It just kind of happened. I'm not a good singer. Uh, didn't write. And I wrote one song before then. That's about it. It wasn't good. It was very juvenile. <laughs> how did, how did you wind up recording while you were there? Or did you oh. wait to, till you got home? No, we, we played, he played a keyboard and, when we recorded our vocal part of it, he played he played it through his stereo, his gigantic speakers. You know, remember the old the old yeah, days yeah, for sure. And so he played that at loud volume, and we recorded on a recordable Walkman. 
It's it's very airy. It's not good, but it was fun. I've never heard of a recorder. I used to record before we ever got to this level of what we do now, Big B. I used to have like a cassette tape. Mm-hmm. And, Can- and you would record on a cassette tape. Right. It was the same thing, but it had a microphone attached to it along with the headphone jack. So, that's, so it was a very, very lo-fi. So can, you can guys are in a, wait a minute, you're in a tent. No, no. In, in the Middle this East. In California. No, oh, this, this is when you're California. on dry dock. Okay, got yes, you. Yes, yeah. Did, did <laughs> Tol Chung Chow join in or? Uh, yes, he did. There was one song. Oh, that, I can't wait. It's called uh, the Rain Dance Song. And all it is is my friend Lincoln going, there. <laughs> so, so there's that. And there's just, just weird chanting vibe thing he had going on. It was fantastic. But Toe was part of that as well, too. And when you hear it, you're like, okay, that's Toe. I guarantee it. Now, this is gold we would never discover, Big B. Have you ever, you've been interviewed on other podcasts, but have you ever let this information out to the public? No. Because I, no. I, I've seen a few times, oh, I'm going to be a guest on this show and a guest on that show. And Big B's been a guest on a lot of shows. No one asked me, and I understand why. Um, but um, we're, we've, we've got gold on this, Big B. <laughs> yeah, if I could tell you some of the Tobone stories. uh it's just a madness. There was okay. There was one time, <laughs> he uh, he liked his uh, adult movies, but he didn't call them adult movies. He called it nature programs. So say, uh, <laughs> I I watch nature program. Okay. Excuse me. Okay, <laughs> I didn't I didn't know glory holes were part of nature. Uh, yeah, I think he invented them. Got it. Okay. What was his rank, by the way? He was a specialist as well. Okay. Do you still keep in touch with him? No, I lost lost track of him a long time ago. I'd love to find talk to him. He was he was great. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and thanks to Lincoln because the segment would have never happened. And I'm not lying to you, Big B. He sent this to me in March after he recorded uh, talking FLA for us. You got to get Mike live. You got to ask him these questions. So, Lincoln, if you're out there, maybe you're downloading. I don't know. Uh, send us more. And, and, and this is fascinating. Big B and I are sick of ourselves. We've talked about each other since 2015. All right. I, I, I have a, a question for Lincoln. Maybe you can pass it along for me. Right. So he sent, uh, he sent an email with Talking FLA when he first created it. And mm-hmm. we all loved it, obviously. <clears throat> and uh, I, I remember I, I replied back. Uh, we, we were asking, you know, we'll, throw you some money, whatever. Uh, and I said, uh, let me know your PayPal address, you know, and I'll, and I'll send you some money. So a month goes by. I don't, there's no response. He then responds with his physical address. And that's all the response was his physical address uh, out in Arizona. He probably wants us to bring him gold. I pro- don't know what to do with that information. He probably doesn't trust transferring of currency. It might be a little PTSD or something, Big B. He probably wants us to actually deliver silver and gold uh, to the residents. I mean, yeah. I'd be ha- more than happy to go out to Arizona again and, you know, physically hand him some cash. But, you know, PayPal would be faster. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, we had we had talked about that and. 
basically what he had said is he just does that because he enjoys it. You know, like the stuff he's done for me, he's never asked for anything. I play it. I'm appreciative. I even did thank you shows playing all of his different commercials and songs and all kinds of different stuff. So for him, it was just he likes doing it. You know, if he got a hat or a T-shirt or something, that would be probably more than enough, you know. So then we'll have, we'll have to hook him up with some with them with some stuff now that we have his physical address. Yeah. But like you know because you yeah know, I didn't I, know I, you had you know, the address. We'll go on. We'll order some shirts. Yeah, and, we'll send uh, it to him. Oh, cool. Um, but but yeah, you know, me having played for all those years, understand that you know it's nice to get some cash for the things you do. You know, I never got much of anything, but I always liked you know when I run across musicians and you know somebody will do something for me, I always throw them some cash. That's why I said you know let me know your. Your PayPal address, not your physical home address. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he probably doesn't have PayPal. So, but then we we have his home address, so we can. We Great can guy, though. Great, and, and and you know what? We've hired so many people to do so many different things from us, as you hear when we do the show. And um, yeah, no, that that's that's probably one of the top things we we've had produced and. Oh, it was great. He did it for free, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. And, the other, and was it a, couple, uh, a few weeks ago, I sent you, uh, walking in L.A., came on uh, uh, XM while yeah. I was in the car. I took a picture of it. I said, ooh, I sent it over to, I sent it over to DK. I said, ooh, look. And I was automatically thinking, uh, talk in FLA. Yeah. Well, I originally, when I, when I sent it to him, I was like, uh, I, I was thinking like Florida in the news. And then when he started with this talk in FLA, I'm like, this is beautiful. I love it. That used to be the, abbrevi- the abbreviation for Florida, FLA. Yeah. So that's probably where he got it from. Yeah. All right, uh, Mike, uh, take a swig. Or, or right. Did we even do the epicenter? Do, or are we going to get to this? Or? We have not done the epicenter. We just got all wrapped up. in. All it. right, well, let's do the epicenter. Give Mike a minute before we go to uh, Mike Reese's the uh, news. Because I'm, we're always so excited. Um, it's either communion or not being able to hear or something. Well, that that is that is my epicenter. So uh, my epicenter is the the my, my update on my deafness, and uh, this arrived today. Oh wait a minute! Hang on, I got to scroll back. I was in another screen yeah, preparing for something. Here we go. So this arrived today. That's a big fucking hearing aid. There you oh, go. Oh. I thought you, I thought they made them like really tiny now. Well, these are these are actually s- small, but these the these have arrived today. Uh, I have uh, I have a, a virtual appointment in like two weeks to like have orientation on these, um, but I put them in before, and it was really really weird because it, it came all programmed based upon my hearing uh, test and all that. But it's like listening to real life in stereo. Oh, cool. So like you know, like when I'm in a meeting and I got my AirPods in, so they're inside my ear, obviously not on top like these. You hear a whole bunch of stuff and then my AirPods are like, you know, have surround sound built in and all of this stuff. So you hear all this shit going on. That's what these are like. But just in real life, just walking around. Now, will you be able to like Bluetooth these things? Yes. So this I is going to be so cool. So you I can take phone calls. I can listen to music through these, through an app on my phone that I have to get. So you're going to be able to do Cape Crew Radio without a set of headphones. I 
I'd have to figure that part out because it's like Bluetooth. So these are like, this is, this is all wired into all of this stuff. So I'd have to figure that part out it to, to do cave crew, but I can take phone calls. Uh, as long as I have it hooked up to my phone, I can listen to music. Uh, I could listen to TV because I know my Apple TV is Bluetooth, so I can hook that up. Uh, so yeah, there's a number of things I can do on this. Um, it's just really, really weird because the way it sits on your, you know, on the back of your ear, there's microphones. You can't see them, but they're two tiny little dots. There's microphones back here. And I hear my hair. Oh. And it sounds like this. So you don't have noise blocking. It's, it, I have to figure it like in this orientation, I'm hoping like I'm going to get a lot of these questions answered. And maybe go bald. That's not going to happen. Like a full Yule Brenner or something like that. But, but I, like, I'm thinking this is so cool. I'm absolutely, like, you know, thinking now that being disabled is, like, cool. Um, Sure. If you want to think that, go right ahead. Did you get your car sticker? <laughs> I've looked it up. I, I can't see anything that has, um, that I could get a placard that has to do with hearing loss. All the stuff that I see as far as New York State goes is like I have to have missing a limb or have some sort of, you know, I have to have an iron lung attached to me or some you know, ridiculous nonsense that I, then I can get a placard. You could do Nothing like, uh, you could do like, uh, what's his name, uh, Choo Choo Stew and uh, purposely crash your bike and get a year and a half off. Um, I could. I could try. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's, he's got the golden touch with those things. I would yeah. probably just wind up getting fired. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, this just came today. So, uh, I'm trying them out. Can't and, wait. Uh, after I took them out, I realized how much I can't hear. It's the weirdest thing because you leave them in for a few minutes. You kind of get used to them really, really quick. And you get used to hearing like sounds that I probably haven't heard in years. I didn't realize were around me. And then I take them out. All that goes away. So you suddenly go back into that vacuum of I can't hear a lot of this shit going on. And it and it it magnifies how much I can't hear. It's I can't wait till they thing. I can't wait till Peter gets in trouble because he's used to yelling stuff and, and, and Big B not hearing it and, and Big B's gonna yell from the living room. Uh I heard you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's going to be great. The stories to follow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen. This is the um, this is the first time we've done it live. Uh, Mike is the expert at this. Oh, so that's the wrong one. They both have the same color. Forgive me, I'm blind. One guy's deaf. One guy's blind. It's a uh, um, two thirds Helen Keller. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody write that down. I got it. <laughs> Two-thirds Helen Keller. All right, here we go. Let's try it with this one, ladies and gentlemen. We've got the intro. We've got the outro. We'll try to help with sound effects and try not to laugh too much while it's going on, but here we go. And now, Cave Crew Radio presents Mike Reads the News with Mike Jolitz. Dude, I can't, I can't hear, hear you. We can't hear you, Mike. We can't hear you, Mike. 
Okay, gotcha. All right. Oh. Hello. hello. <laughs> nerves. Nerves. I got nerves really bad right now. No, okay, no nerves. We're here to support you. We're used to this shit. <laughs> All right. Hello, Cave Crew Radio, and hello, listeners around the world. I'll add this even though I talked already. Hello, DK, and hello, Sir Big B. All righty, guys. It is now time for the news. Actually, ding, Mike ding, reads ding. the news. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, the Wiener Mobile changes its name. It's now known. It's now known as the Frank Mobile, the Schwartz Mobile, the or the Dick Mobile. It's something like that. I don't remember. The, <laughs> the Arizona Coyotes want to build an arena in Tempe. Voters said no. Now Patrick Mahomes said the Coyotes should go to KC. Okay, fine by me. <laughs> White Castle gave away free sliders last Saturday to celebrate National Sliders Day. All you had to do was show up and show them your butthole. I got two free sliders. Oh, I, got, I got two free sliders. Uh, the bowl man got eight. <laughs> oh, and finally, in the news, Elon Musk announced the person who will be the Twitter CEO, a dark horse emerged, who mainly comes out around election time. No one guessed who it was. Congrats to these nuts. (laughs) That was Donald Trump. (laughs) All right, guys, that does it for the news. And now it is time for the tidbits. They're not headlines. They're just little tiny pieces of shit. Oh, yeah. Punk band Sum 41 is calling it quits after 27 years and only one hit. Well, what happened? It's like stews all over again. The internet went out. Am I still here? You're still there. Okay. Can you hear me? <laughs> we've hit, we've hit a roadblock of the of the of the shits. Oh my goodness! They're not actually stories. He's, he'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. He's doing a fantastic job. Doing a show like this uh, is not easy to do. They're not real news stories, ladies and gentlemen. They're just tiny pieces of shit. Big B and I know this so well that we can. Uh, we can do this in our sleep. That's right. It was so fun doing that live. He'll be back. He's probably got a reboot. Maybe he's got the killer blue screen. Watch your chat there on Facebook, Big B. Oh, my, 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 favorite, my favorite was when he did, oh, yeah, live. Yeah, that was the best. <laughs> I always thought these were sound effects. But you've done it with him. So does he, like, do that? He doesn't hit a no. button? and No, no. No, so, no. All we did was um, record like Here the lines, and then he did all the production afterwards. That's so I, we would just like like uh, the tidbits. It would just be whatever the tidbit was, and then there was no sound effects after that. Mike would put those in afterwards, like after hang, I left. Hang on a minute, we got a guess. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> all right, guys, I glitched out there apparently. So let's get back to those tidbits. Punk band Sum 41 is calling it quits after 27 years and only one hit. So what? The Phoenix Suns fired head coach Monty Williams last Friday. And not to be outdone, the Sixers fired Doc Rivers on Tuesday. Don't care. (laughs) (laughs) The the NBA conference final started on Tuesday. Whatever. (laughs) I read somewhere that the Kentucky Derby should be called Amish NASCAR. I saw that. That's great. <laughs> I saw that too. Oh, yeah. Amber Turd is done with Hollywood. She's done shit in the bed and is now living in Madrid with her daughter. Bye bye. 
old ass Robert De Niro announced the birth of his seventh kid. Someone slept with him. Ugh. <laughs> Nasty. There's less than a month to go until the 30th annual testicle festival in Ashland, Nebraska. Who's going with me? No one. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Florence Henderson of the Brady Bunch died. She was 82. And Jim Brown, uh, legend of a football player, died today. He was 87. Oh, no. Martha Stewart is on the cover of the SI Swimsuit Edition. She's 81. Uh, uh, no, you're not happy. She looked good. She looked on the cover she, of SI? No. I know. She did look horrible, but no. That's probably smoking some of Snoop stuff. I don't know. Something. You have to be. Uh, the Arlington Renegades beat the D.C. Defenders to win the XFL championships. I missed it. Who cares? Uh, comedian Steve McGrew is back from Facebook jail again. Someone keeps ratting him out. He's got no idea what he did. He never does. He always gets it's great. Uh, the TV show Yellowstone with Kevin Costner is folding up its tent once season five is done. Oh, no. I never watched it. I, I love that show. I never saw it. And finally in the tidbits. The NASCAR All-Star Race is on FS1 tomorrow night. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> All guys. That does it for the news. That does it for the tidbits. I am going to stick around. And, uh, and yeah. <laughs> now you hear how much we laugh. That's awesome. cool. I love it. When did Florence Henderson die, by the way? I missed, I that. missed that one, too. Uh, I, it was Tuesday or something. Wow. I missed, I completely missed that one. I know yeah. about Jim Brown today, right. but I missed Florence Henderson. I know Jamie Foxx is apparently really sick, and uh, but we got to give kudos to that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Big B and I have been through this a million times. If you're not used to being live and screwing up and the other person picking you up, it's 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 very difficult. But that was awesome. And Thanks. Big B, well, you were off air. Big B and I both said it was so cool. Uh, it was almost I wanted to get my lighter out when you started doing the sound <laughs> effects live. Nice. It's just... <laughs> I always thought they were pre-programmed uh, things that you just kind of threw in there. And then when you started doing them, I was I, I was ready, I was ready to rush the stage. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, don't, I think when, when I was out there over the summer, I was excited to like get behind the scenes and do a little bit of the news and the tidbits. You know, just reading some of the stuff. It was more exciting now watching him do it live than yeah. it was kind of just behind <laughs> the scenes doing it. You know, pre-recorded. So let me ask you a question, because uh, before we go into uh, talking FLA here, we, yeah, we got time. Um, oh, you're not supposed to go into that, Big B? I'm, I'm going into it. Okay. Special occasion. left it here. It's her fault. Special yeah. occasion. Uh, just pee in it and tell her that's what's left in the morning. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, before you continue, DK, uh, today is, do you want to guess the birthday there, uh, Sir Big B? There's a poster. Say that again. On, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's a poster in your corner there. So the dead birthday. guy. Poster. poster. I can't see oh, that yeah. far. Hang on, folks. Let's let's bring Big B up here, and maybe I can see a little yeah, better because uh, remember, to your right on the I'm, I'm behind the, your right corner. That corner. Right DC. Yeah. DC. No, not the other way. 
I don't see okay, what's... Okay, directly behind your head. <laughs> that one? Iron Maiden. That, uh, uh, oh. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Yes. Okay. So, so, I'm all screwed up with this. I'm Bruce, Bruce Dickinson. Who, oh, was it Clive Burr? Clive Burr's the only one that's dead. No, Paul Diano's birthday was today. Oh, jeez, we're though. both wrong. I, no, I didn't say he was dead. It's his birthday. Oh, I thought you said, his, I thought you said dead. <laughs> I <interviewed> no. Paul <laughs> that watermelon juice is making you wish death on everyone. I You're going for God, communion tomorrow, for fuck's sake. That's why I was thinking this, because uh, ACDC. Oh. Um, but, uh, oh, I didn't know it was Paul Diano's birthday. I interviewed yeah. Paul Diano, and it was two hours of nonstop laughter. No kidding. He wow. was great. Awesome. What was it? Oh, I remember. See, this is the problem about getting older, folks. I forget what I was going to ask Mike. So, just a question. So, when you're recording that, so now, like, you realize when you're live, you are forced whether you miss a line, you miss something, you you, you jump right back in. When you do it to make that minute and a half, two minute clip, how long does it actually take? Uh, it takes me about three and a half minutes to record the whole thing. And edit it? And uh, editing probably takes 10 minutes to have. So I'm, you're an I'm expert quick. at this. Yeah, so you. I am. Yeah, the part that's really easy for me is the uh, the tidbits because it's talking. Oh, yeah. Start the next one. Because <laughs> see, Big B and I did that bowling alley karaoke. It took like 20 seconds for everyone to record their lines. And it was like, and there was a time when I did a uh, pre-recorded interview show and I went back and I hated it and I edited it and I went back and recorded again. And oh my God, I can't do that. I don't know how you guys uh, do it. Yeah, I love editing. I did uh I don't know if you guys ever heard of uh, Afterburn 739 podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, Very I, famous I, I show. Edited a, I edited a bunch of their shows. And it would take me, I mean, just because I'm so meticulous, it would take me like four hours to edit a one-hour show. Mm. That's I another big show, Big B. They, are they still around? No, they're done. No. Sadly, I love their show. It was great. Yeah. No, that was a great yeah, show. I, I heard a lot of shows before they were released, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, they were uh, they were a big one actually. Yeah. Oh, and I did Choo Choo Stu's uh, podcast as well. The you podcast train, I did that one as well. You edited it. Oh, yeah. you did that! Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, that is another unknown fact, ladies and gentlemen. Any of you listening, this could be the biggest show ever because we are uncovering <laughs> stuff. Because Stu never told me that. No. Because he uh, doing the podcast train and and that was it basically like what what the the podcast was about he never said that you were editing it for him yeah the whole thing yeah, uh, seven episodes or eight whatever he did yeah and yeah. we uh, it was kind of cool I don't think it I was. was I don't think I was ever on that uh, you, you were on that show I believe was I oh okay. I believe he did interview yeah. I'm surprised. No one asked me. <laughs> um, I have it saved somewhere. I save everything. Yeah, those, no, those were good. Yeah, there you go, folks. More, uh, more stuff. All right, uh, Mike. We're going to bring you into our world. Cool. And uh, we know you follow us and all that kind of good stuff. I just got to get into the right uh, screens here. Hopefully, I'll do this right. This one, ladies and gentlemen, we were talking about Lincoln a little bit earlier. Is a little segment we do about our favorite state in the world. It's called uh, Talking FLA. Cave Crew Radio presents Florida in the News. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, another uh, another segment that seems to be popular. Mike, this will be easy for you because all you got to do is kind of join in and comment now. Mm-hmm. And you're a big Hollywood guy. Um, you know, you, you, you know more about Hollywood and actors and actresses than we do. Well, there's there's a surprising new resident, uh, Big B, uh, who is residing uh, in Florida these days. Um, I'm sure you all remember him. He doesn't look like he's changed much other than a few wrinkles. Big B. Uh, that's right. The first story of the night comes from the Miami Herald. Uh, headline reads, TV actress Scott Bayo is now a Florida man and living our best life near the water. Let's start off on a happy note, and then we'll get into some uh, typical Florida stuff. Scott Bayo is living large and in charge in his new Florida home. The Happy Days star who describes himself on social media as retired, moved from Los Angeles with his family back a few weeks ago. <clears throat> Seems like everything is going swimmingly in Manatee County. In a picture posted on Twitter, the Brooklyn native and his wife, Renee, uh, who co-starred in the 2008 VH1 reality show, Scott Bayo is 46 and pregnant. What year was this? 2008. He's getting up there. Okay. He's six and pregnant. Well, so he's 56. He's got to be, was it seven years? So, so he's 63. Wow. Looks good. He looks good for 63. I mean, not for yeah. nothing. He's older than me, and I look like Santa Claus. <laughs> you go back to those Charles and Charles days. He's the Charles in charge days. He, he still looks the Girls same. Girls used to like yeah. him in those tight bell bottoms. And uh, yeah, I know. They certainly did. I never understood why he picked Joni, though. She was, I think he could have done better. Well, she loves Chachi. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, in a, a follow-up to, to his 824,000-plus followers, the small screen vet cited California's homelessness issue as a main reason for the 2,500-mile-plus trek. After 45 years, I'm making my way to finally exit stage right from California. Uh, the most recent survey found approximately 69,000 people experiencing homelessness in L.A. County and 41,000 in the city in 2022. So instead of using all that star power and the money he's made through the years and, and helping them and make a difference, he bolted. He's done. Yeah, I went to me too, uh, but also, I mean, I'm not Chachi. He's also, uh, uh, I guess you you would say, a conservative commenter on Twitter, right? Uh, so he is not uh, certainly not in line with the very very liberal California life. Uh, so he has moved over to Florida. Uh, that's all, oh, Rob Schneider. Also, uh, if you know who that is, yes, of uh, course. He left California yes. and he moved uh, to Arizona. Uh, so there are there are people that uh, uh, conservatives in Hollywood that are moving out of the very very awful Cal, uh, L.A. Right. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's, it's not the same. Yeah. Notice the only ones moving in are people like uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Yeah, but they right. live in like you know they have they have a gated fifty two <laughs> acres all to themselves. Not right? when they're riding in a cab in New York, apparently. 
Meghan Markle is an attention whore. Yeah, she's more of an attention whore than you know. Um, <laughs> That's it, basically. He's, all right. He's in Florida. Look, Just wanted to start off nice in life. Good for did, him. Did anybody else watch? I, I like. I remember Joni and Chachi. I, Charles in Charge. I vaguely remember. Oh, I used to watch Charles oh, Trouble. Did you? That that there, girl there was hot. That was. I was just going to say. There's one reason to watch Charles in Charge, yeah. and that was Nicole Eggert. Yes, still good looking too, by the way. And apparently, she's a psychopath. Oh. Really? Yes, because uh, as I said, uh, Scott Mayo is a is a uh, conservative commenter on on Twitter, and uh, part of his I follow him on Twitter, and part of his I thought you didn't battle, watch Twitter, huh? I thought you didn't follow Twitter, you were saying. Well, I don't post anything. But when you tag me in the post, I retweet, and then I scroll a little bit to see what's going on. Um, so Nicole Eggert has accused Scott Bayo of sexual assault from their times on uh, from the Charles in Charge days. She has no proof of anything. I think it's been to court, and you know it's been dismissed or whatever. Right. Uh, but she is constantly stalking and harassing Scott Bayo uh, mm-hmm. about uh, about this to where he's like openly commenting leave mm-hmm. me you know I'll call the police things like that so yeah she's turned into a psychopath sounds like once you go Charles you never go back <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, Charles was certainly she wanted Charles in charge of her Badge. nether regions let's just say that <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. We're, why are we behaving tonight? Why are we saying things nicely? Um, special guest. Anyway, he's as bad as us. I know he is. He obviously, ta- he obviously affiliates himself with us. Uh, but yes, we're going to go from one celebrity to another celebrity. Yeah. Uh, White Boy Rick, you titled this one. Boy Rick. This will probably get us a uh, hash on... Uh, Facebook jail. Yeah. Uh, This next story comes from local10.com. Headline reads, famed FBI undercover drug informant, white boy Rick, arrested in Miami. (laughs) Wait a year when he did. After spending more than three decades in prison, the Michigan native known as white boy Rick, whose time as a drug dealer and undercover FBI informant inspired a movie of the same name, uh, which starred Matthew McConaughey found himself back behind bars again, this time in Miami-Dade County. Police officers arrested Richard White Boy Rick Wersch uh, on Tuesday after accusing him of attacking his girlfriend of four months during a fight at his condominium in the Quantum, uh, in the Quantum on the Bay Building located at 1900 North Bayshore Drive. Another address we need to put in the... We need... And, and, and wait a minute. I don't mean to interrupt. I don't mean to stop the story. I don't mean to do it. But we've now learned how meticulous uh, Mike Jolitz is with everything he does. Yeah. We need a virtual map of all the stories in Florida because eventually when Big B and I are riding around in our unicycles, um, we want to travel and see all these places. That, that is true. Out here, you can go in a, a golf cart almost anywhere, yeah. except the highways. But, I can't wait. Yeah. Just riding lawnmowers, you're busted. Yes. But, just don't drink. Yeah. They'll still get you for DUI. That is just true. don't they drink, don't work with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen on live PD where people have been driving those lawnmowers down the street, and they're drunk, and they get DUIs. 
EUIs yep. on a lawnmower. Yeah. Just about anything. Yeah, you, you do. I actually, I was down there and I saw golf carts at malls. It was really weird. But anyway, back to white boy Rick. Well, the two apparently got into an argument during sex. Excellent. How do you argue during sex, yeah. by the way? Like, are you in the middle of the act and suddenly it's like, why didn't you fucking put the laundry in the dryer? <laughs> why don't you ever put the goddamn yeah. toilet lid down? What the hell is wrong with you? Maybe you're in the middle of the act. Why'd you have to move your hips in that direction? It was just starting to feel good. God damn it, I told you not to stop. Yeah. I told you not to stop. <laughs> There's a short name. I'm writing it. When police officers searched Wersh, they found he was in possession of the keys to a Lamborghini, nearly $11,000 in cash, a gold Rolex watch, two gold chains, and a set of AirPods. Do we need, with all of that listed, yeah. who gives a shit about yeah. the AirPods? And he had a Kleenex in his pocket. Right. You got a Lamborghini, you got a Rolex, you got $11,000 in cash, and oh, by the way, you got $200 AirPods. Yeah, but for me and you, AirPods are really cool. But for white boy Rick, AirPods are something you'd find in a Cracker Jack box. Right. right. Who gives a shit about the AirPods? At first, I thought you were going to say, uh, you know, a, a sexual toy located where it doesn't belong. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was going to go there, but it didn't. We they, do have, have a story that about way. that if we have time. Right. <laughs> uh, the woman who suffered bruises told police officers on Tuesday at the Miami police station that she had waited to report the attack when it happened on Sunday because of her immigration status. <laughs> <laughs> While she was at the station, Worsh rushed in, allegedly looking for his car keys. He ran into the police station looking for his car keys. Not worried about the immigrant girlfriend that he loves so much, even though they fight during sex. Where's my fucking car keys? <laughs> well... Here's how a police officer described the alleged domestic violence incident. While the two were having sex, Wersh uttered, uttered another woman's name. She quickly Never moved out of the to. way to get out of the bed when he forcefully grabbed her left arm and snatched a diamond bracelet and necklace that he had bought her. She managed to pull away, throw a shoe at him, and miss. <laughs> now, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, you'll notice as the Florida stories go on, Big B loves when people throw things. I love yeah. it. Because it's the most inane shit that people throw in. We really need to get a psychologist on the show to analyze why Big B, every time I send him stories, it's like the highlight of the show is someone throwing something at someone. Hey, last week somebody threw chicken wings at the other person. Yes, you were so were, you yeah. were so mad. We didn't do that story the week before. But the person they made a point to say the person had barbecue sauce on their chin, neck, and shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like sounds like a children's song. <laughs> I'll ask Lincoln to work on it. Yeah, please do, <laughs> please. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, after she threw the shoe and missed, Wersh caught up to her and punched her. There was a witness who reported seeing Wersh punch his girlfriend in the chest. The, poli the police report doesn't specify who the witness was or why he or she was present. I, I, now, keep in mind, this incident happened while they were having sex. 
what was the other person doing? Well, so, this is when you usually say, I got a question. Uh, well, yeah. I, I, and they ne they don't tell us where the other person, what the other person was doing. So what do we do? We decide for them. Right. We make it up ourselves. <laughs> yes, we do. So who do we think it was? Mike, you go first. It's like playing a game of Clue. It's so much fun. Uh, I think it was Sebastian Bach from Skid Row, and he was videotaping it for Pornhub. I like it. I'm, my answer cannot top that. I was going to say perhaps they had a, a pool boy or a maid or something like that, or, or maybe the mother-in-law was visiting and she didn't belong in the country either. Um, I was just going to say that it was somebody filming like an OnlyFans thing. But I think that I, I'll I'll run with the Sebastian Bach. Yeah, that, that was good. I mean, I mean, Skid Row ain't doing shit. He's, he's not doing working shit either. by himself. No. No. Uh, he needs money, so yeah. you know he's whoring himself out to film porno. Skid Row well, and White Boy Rick. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Evan from Biohazard became a porn star, so why not fucking Sebastian Bach? There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> China's uh, made some good pornos too. The wrestler, God rest her soul. Who? China, the wrestler. I was um, afraid to watch that. Yeah, she was a she-hawk. But anyway, she um, it's, just go away. Just carry on with White Boy Rick. Wait, no. We, I, I can't pass this. You said she made some good porno. Well, have you ever seen China? Like, she used to fight the men in WWE. This is I back. Have. have you seen the porno? Yeah, Not good. No. It's okay. It's China. Okay. With China? Could you imagine her clamping that on you? You would no, not. No. There would not be an argument, and you would not be able to move until she said so. And then she paints herself green like She-Hulk. Come on. We're all into these Paracon things now. The, the, wor the worst was, was the, the porn with her and, and fucking, uh, what's it, the one, two, three kid, whatever the fuck his name is. Oh. Sean Walton. <laughs> oh. The one, two, three kid. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was terrible. That was god awful. Yeah. Did you guys know that uh, when he was wrestling uh, during a match, he landed on a turnbuckle and ripped his ass. <laughs> he had to get surgery <laughs> to get it sewn sewn because he ripped oh. it. I can't remember what they called it, but it sounded hideous. He literally tore himself a new asshole. He did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, god. Uh, you know who else made bad porn was Sonny. Remember Sonny? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sonny was Sonny was a uh, Tammy Tammy Sitch. She was a she was like a, a ring attendant for Chris Candido and uh, go go back to go back uh, uh, um, Mike go back to like the nineties uh, WWF okay. and look up Sonny. Sonny. She okay. was hot back then. Like when she was doing uh, wrestling, she was hot. Right. Not so much in the porn. <laughs> Did uh, King Kong Bundy ever do uh, porn? Uh, I don't think so. He's okay. been long dead, so no. Well, not long, but yeah. Yeah, he died a long time ago. Well, the 2000s some point. He hasn't been gone that long. Um, I think I was doing Wrestle Me This, so anyway. Carry on, white boy Rick, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We digress. We digress. Worsh became a federal informant at the age of 14. His work resulted in convictions of several drug... Uh, several Detroit drug kingpins. He was later arrested in 1987 with 9,000 grams of cocaine. I've never heard of 9,000 grams of cocaine. 
Is he tied in with Eminem? Uh, uh, just curious. I uh, sure. Why not? It doesn't <laughs> say it in the story, but we'll make it up. Maybe, yes. Maybe D twelve. D twelve. That's right. Uh, Worst spent decades behind bars in both Michigan and Florida before his release in 2020. Miami-Dade court uh, and jail records show corrections officers released Worsh at the Turner Guilford Knight Correctional Center on a $5,000 bond. And on Wednesday, he was facing charges of robbery by sudden snatching a third-degree felony and a misdemeanor battery charge. He grabbed her by the pussy. A sudden snatching. <laughs> That's right. Come here, bitch. <laughs> I just want to say if my name was Worsh, I'd go by White Boy Rick as well. Worsh. Worsh. He has a, he has a sauce named after him. Uh, I got to find it. For whatever reason, my phone is like black. This is like a Discovery Channel documentary. How long is this fucking story? That's it. I said that's it. I'm looking oh. for the other story. All right. Well, I got to get rid of this one. All right, uh, Mike, you're, 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 you're going to start to realize what really turns Big B's crank uh, when it comes to Florida. And by the way, we do have a uh, masturbation story for you. Uh, and it looks like we might have time. Um, all right, this one might hurt. It involves a, a toaster. Uh, this next story comes from the Leesburg News. Headline reads, police called after irate man uses toaster to attack fellow resident at group home. <laughs> just grab whatever you can get. <laughs> yeah, just whatever love these I people. love when people throw yeah. odd shit at each other. I was this just going to say, I have a question. Did he throw it? Yes. Yes. Nice. They always throw it. They yeah. always throw it. A Leesburg man was arrested Sunday, uh, Sunday night after allegedly using a toaster to attack a fellow resident at a group home. Leesburg police officers were dispatched to a mental behavior group uh, group home in Leesburg when a 911 call was received a little past 9.30 p.m. When the officers made contact with the 20-year-old Frederick Lee Harris, he was in an irate state of behavior. Uh, Harris told the officers that he had been in a verbal argument with the other man who insulted his mother and threw a chair at him. <laughs> a chair? He said too, he see? wanted to... He was provoked then. He was provoked. Well, they're throwing shit at each other. Yeah. He said he wanted to toast <laughs> him. <laughs> so he grabbed the toaster out of the kitchen and swung it by the cord, hitting the other man. Like fucking Wonder Woman and that truth rope. Yeah. Why can't we ever see any videos of this on TikTok? Like, there's never anything this good. The live PD. That'd be better. Oh. An employee of the group home gave uh, the officer a written statement where she said Harris had been the aggressor and that the victim had thrown the chair in self-defense. The two men had exchanged punches before being separated. Harris was placed under arrest for aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. After booking at the Leesburg police station, he was transported to the Lake County Jail where bond was set at $10,000. So now you know a toaster... Is a deadly weapon. Yeah. A toaster is a deadly weapon, but not as good as this next story. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Things, things get real here. And this is why Big B always leaves us to the end of Talking FLA. And maybe this will help you imagine what is about to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the final Florida story. Uh, we may have 
time for other stories, but this is the Ooh, final yeah, we story. We got to get the masturbation story just for Mike. Uh, this story comes from WFLA.com. Headline reads, Mike, listen up. Man arrested after throwing lunch meat at a Florida officer. <laughs> at an officer. This is not a domestic dispute. Where the fuck did he reach into his bag from Kroger? And the- <laughs> he threw lunch meat. He hit me with a half a pound of hand. <laughs> That stuff would stick to it. Might sting. I don't know. I gotta try that tomorrow. Was it sliced or anything, or is it just a whole package? Well, I'm looking. There is a video, so it's right here. You can't you see it, but there's yeah. a video going on here. He's holding a sandwich. Oh, so, so I it's believe not- he pulled the meat out of his sandwich and threw it at him. There's a show name. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> a man was arrested last week after he threw lunch meat. I condemn you, you bastard. Uh, A man was arrested last week after he threw lunch meat at a police officer, according to a body cam video shared by the Port Orange Police Department. Police said they were called to a smoke shop on Tuesday, May 9th, after a worker reported a man disrupting the business and threatening workers. Uh, Once an officer arrives, the video shows him speaking with the worker who said she wanted the man, later identified as William Bussey, trespassed from the store. After the officer left the building, Bussy approached him. In the video, Bussy asked the officer a question about suing the Volusia County Sheriff's Office and the Port Orange Police Department. The officer told Bussy he didn't know anything about that and said uh, he was there because the smoke shop workers said that Bussy was bothering customers. The officer then, then tells Bussy that he's been trespassed from the store. After Bussy learned that he was trespassed, the video shows him starting to become violent with the officer. Uh, come on, expletive. Uh, you don't have to say that on this show. It says that in here. It doesn't you give you any fucking Make it motherfucker. Uh, it, make I, it I, up. I, it, yeah. Come on, fuck. <laughs> you think I can't do it? I got a black belt in karate and a black belt in judo. <laughs> You're going to be in a world of hurt, Bussy told the officer. Moments later, this black belt of all things martial arts is seen throwing something at the officer. Not a ninja star or anything. Not a ninja star. The police officer, the the police department said Bussy hit the officer in the chest with a piece of lunch meat. (laughs) So I can imagine him doing the pose, right? Because anytime you face anyone that thinks they know karate, remember when you're growing up, don't touch me. I know karate, right? And, you know, like, oh, geez, I better back up. This guy's a black belt or something. He's waving the sandwich in his poses. <laughs> he was charged. We lost Mike again. <laughs> oh, Mike left. Right before the masturbation story. Well, we have to. Well, I got uh, one more sentence with this. <clears throat> he was arrested and charged with battery on a law enforcement officer. He was then taken to the Volusia County Jail. He was, the charge is battery. Battery with lunch meat. Battery with boar's head bologna. Okay, so, hang on, Mike's coming back here. But I have a question. When my wife, like, my wife doesn't do this kind of law, but she does, like, real estate and stuff like that, and she always talks about a precedence. And a precedence is when you go to another case, is this now a precedence of assault 
where other lawyers would at some point go, let's refer back to this story from Florida where the police officer was assaulted with lunch meat. In the in the uh, case of uh, Florida versus Bussy, the <sighs> lunch meat incident, uh, it was found that, the, yes, this would be a precedent. This would be the uh, somewhere down the road when somebody is assaulted with sausages, uh, they, they would bring this up uh, depending on whatever the outcome of the, the trial is. Yeah. So they would say, in the case of Florida versus Bussy, uh, the lunch meat incident, uh, it was found that Bussy was found guilty of assault because he used a, used a piece of ham to hit the officer in the chest. So they should find this person who used sausage guilty of the same crime. Even though he was judo and what else? Taekwondo? Uh, he had a black belt. He says... I got a black belt in karate and a black belt in judo. Wow. And I do believe they teach. Now, I, I, again, I, I have to go back to, I used to watch a lot of those movies where where they were Japanese and they overspeak in English, but I think they were taught, like, everything is a weapon. Mike's gone again. We got to get to this, pull up the masturbation story. Mike will be back uh, in a minute. I'm going to play the uh, the outro. Oh, okay, so that's that one. Okay. I'm going to play the outro while we're you're talk- waiting. You're talking about the very last one, right? Yeah. Talking FLA, I think he's back. I think there's like some strange rainstorms or something, something. happening. But I'll th- okay, coming back. <clears throat> you're back. You're back. Yeah. So, you go. Mike, what's going geez. on over there? Uh, there is weather in the area. Oh, okay. It's down to 87. Oh, that's when power lines start to freeze and stuff oh, like that in Arizona. Please. All right, Mike, we're not even going to play like a news intro or anything like that. But we do have a story since you you, you mentioned uh, masturbation earlier. And the rest of the stories we can leave uh, for another time. Um, But we do have uh, this interesting story. Electrocution. Masturbation. Mm, This story specifically for Mike Jolitz. (laughs) Thanks. Comes from the Daily Mail. The headline reads, Man, 30, dies with ping pong balls up his bum after being electrocuted while pleasuring himself. (laughs) A man died with ping pong balls in his bottom after being electrocuted while pleasuring himself. The single 30-year-old from the Czech Republic who lived at home with his parents was found dead on the floor of his bedroom by firefighters who were forced to kick his door down. He was wearing a one-piece women's swimsuit (laughs) and had tightly wrapped his legs, trunk, and neck in straps of plastic and fabric. His concerned parents sought help after he failed to open his locked door, despite them knocking for a long time. Uh, Police found an electric massage device laying next to the unidentified man's body, which was still connected 
to the mains. Was it? (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be water involved if they got electrocuted. (laughs) Or some lube. That might do it, too. Yeah, Yeah, that'll conduct. Uh, Test showed uh, the one-handed device, which had signs of wear, (laughs) had malfunctioned while plugged in. Burns on the man's skin, inches above his penis, corresponded with the outer shape of the massage device's head. As such, his death was ruled to be down to accidental electrocution to autoerotic manipulation. <laughs> Hold while hey, I write that yes, entire go thing ahead. down. I, to I can't write that down. <laughs> You're going to have to spell that for me later. Um, is that kind of like the Michael Hutchins from In Excess? Yeah, I just want himself while oh talking one out. Almost. Oh my okay. gosh. <laughs> at what point did they ex- did he shit the ping pong ball out? That's what I want to. At what point do you roll the guy over and go, oh, "Look, Marty, there's a ping ball, a ping pong ball up his ass." Well, if it was uh, Flo- uh, California, it might have been <laughs> instead. You know, <laughs> I get that out of there. Oh, oh Lord. The ping pong ball itself was actually harmless, ladies and gentlemen. It's when you start to get the electric. Just use battery-operated shit, for God's sakes. What happens if the uh, ping pong ball cracks, though? (laughs) That could be sharp. (laughs) You might get blood and stool, I guess. (laughs) What happened at the end of the story? (laughs) Initially, they didn't know there was ping pong balls involved. An autopsy carried out 48 hours after the man's death, revealed a strange foreign body in his intestine. It moved up. Yeah. Publishing details about the man's case in the journal uh, Legal Medicine, doctors from the University uh, Hospital Radic, uh, Radic Karlov in the north of the Czech Republic said, it was a fancy condom in a plastic translucent box onto which a label was fixed with the victim's first name and marked with a black inscription. It measured around 5.5 centimeters. Another object around 9 centimeters in length was lodged in his rectum. That- what was he making? A time capsule? <laughs> he was he was trying to be on the cutting edge of jerking off. Is that a magazine? <laughs> oh. That, doctors said, was a round plastic cylinder onto which a ping pong ball fixed with a plastic wrap was placed. Internal exams also revealed he had suffered internal organ congestion. Wow. Swelling in the lungs and brain due to trapped fluid while blood was found trapped in the heart chambers. He stuffed himself to death. <laughs> so it had nothing to do with electrocution. He had so much shit up his ass. He was <laughs> people most commonly shove objects into their rectum for sexual pleasure. This is partly due to uh, do to this is partly to do with the number of nerves in the anus, making it highly sensitive. It can also stimulate the prostate in men. For women, it can also indirectly stimulate parts of the vagina. Yeah, squirting. But the insertion of objects into a rectum, also known as anal play. Yes, anal play. We've talked about that before. 
uh, as well as getting stuck objects. They can also potentially trigger bleeding in the gut and perforate the bowel, which can be deadly. <clears throat> and that's okay. the end of that story. So uh, when I was younger, one of my uh, friends in school, his sister was older and hot. Okay. Hot. Apparently, her boyfriend was rather horse-like. Mm. And somehow or another, I don't know which way this started from, but that little tiny wall between the vagina and the anal canal got ripped. Oh, God. Oh. So I don't <laughs> I don't know which way it went, you know. But, <laughs> my God. That would be very uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm pulling out my vagina. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you would. That's not good. Well, I've heard of ripping during pregnancies and stuff like that, but like, yeah, but that's on the the exit, not in the interior part. Yeah, of it, as far as I know. Oh, so he did it inside, internal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh huh. <laughs> Instead of the G spot, he found X Y Z. Yeah, he found the brown spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, that was also uh, the friend who had. I don't know if you guys know this movie, but it was called. Uh, it was an adult movie. Uh, it was called Whores in Space. Never and seen that one yet. I, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an older one. It's like the 80s. It is the only legal porno with Tracy Lords. That was the only reason I think I'd seen it. But yeah, it was, I don't know if it was good, but there's a bunch of dudes around. It was kind of weird, you know? Ladies, well, listen, uh, Mike, I remember going to this one kid's house. I don't know what grade I was in. We were actually watching these films on the, like, the... 8mm? Yeah, the 8mm <laughs> or whatever it was. Like and, the movie, 8mm. <laughs> yeah. And, and nowadays, Harry Bush's, like, disgust me, but that was, like, the norm in the 70s, I guess. It was like... Sure. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hand up if you want Mike Jolis to return. This has been a great show. It's always great to... <laughs> it's always great. Thanks, guys. We haven't had a sidekick in a long time. You we can't <laughs> pick on, but you've, you've still been a lot of fun. Oh, but, but just think, of all the uh, technical issues that we have, he's had, it's the same as Stu. Yeah, but you know what? He bounces back a lot quicker. He did. Stu, oh. Stu would take forever to come back. <laughs> right. And, 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 and he, he didn't fall asleep. That was one of my all-time favorite shows, and Stu didn't Stu even can. participate in. We were Stu just can. watching Stu the entire show. The entire show. Puts a camera on himself. You want to talk about a porno? It wasn't a porno, but like the guy's got a camera on himself. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'd lift up and we'd go, oh, Stu's coming back. And he'd go. <laughs> and it looked like he had his headphones on, so we were trying to wake him up with his, while he had headphones on. And we thought when he stirred, you know, we were trying to, we were waking him up. But yeah. no, he would just get com more comfortable. Yeah. Uh, nice. Maybe if you would have went. Yeah. <laughs> I'd woke him up. Oh, Yeah. I still gotta yeah. say, hearing that live is better than. Uh, I'm telling you, I, when you uh, going into the tidbits, the first time you did, oh yeah, I loved it. <laughs> nice, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I do like those, I, and I wanted to change it special for today. You like with a so what? Let's <laughs> uh, change it up a little bit. You do whatever you want on this show. There's there's yeah. literally no rules. We, uh, and like I said, when you're live. If I screw up or Big B screws up and his screen freezes in the middle of the story, I'll pick it up. You gotta, you just start to do that stuff. Yeah, and it's, it, yeah it, 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 it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And if uh, if you if you can come back on, I know I'm 
sure you can't do it every week, but if you can come back on more often, that would be wonderful. I can do that. Yes. It's always fun to have an extra. Ed. I do say, though, Big B, I'm going to go back in the settings, and what is really irritating me tonight is this fucking neon flashing light. Oh, here? Yeah, I, I feel like I'm in a hookah bar. I like that. You like it? All right, we'll keep I it, I guess. Wait, wait, wait. So I'll just tape it. No, I don't think he's talking about your mic. He's talking. About no, no, I'm talking about this freaking frame that keeps changing colors. Oh, I can see it on your glasses. Oh, the frame. Oh, okay. I'm saying you're saying a neon flashing light. I thought you had some special fucking. No, uh, no. There's a frame that's up here now. Right. I know it's changing colors. Yeah, yeah it's bothering me. I feel like I'm gonna. Uh, I feel like we're broadcasting inside of a strobe light. <clears throat> It looks like you're inside a Bud Light commercial is what it looks oh, like. Oh, God, that'd be horrible. Oh, that'd be the worst. That's death. We'll never return. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. How, 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 we have some time. So, so yeah. how is life out there in Arizona, Mike? Uh, it's going pretty good. Uh, I'm bored out of my mind at work. Not because I don't have work to do. I've just been doing it for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm just still a peon, which probably will never change. But uh, I'm, it's rather sedentary, so I need to be more active. I might have to look for a new job. But everything else is cool. Uh, pool is warming up, so I could start to get in there now. So, so, okay, so, so when I was out there, uh, I, the hole was dug, the rebar was in, but you had to wait because there was a concrete shortage. Yeah, there, because what it is out here is the pools were like second, third, maybe fourth on the list roads and other stuff was was taking all the concrete so yeah that was why I never, now was I, that I, partially was that COVID? i don't know i'm not sure it sounded like a bullshit story to me but i, I, I remember we ordered like all this stuff during covid and it lasted like i don't even know when COVID ended but it lasted like a year or two you'd order a washer it'd be back ordered for like two months like yeah. everything was like you couldn't find anything. Like parts for washers and dryers? Yeah. yeah and, and, and like we obviously couldn't go anywhere, so we were remodeling stuff. And the yeah. price of wood was right through the fucking roof. And <laughs> I remember. Yeah, it was. So it might have been kind of like a trail of that where cement was just in high demand. And Yeah, and I think it was uh, uh, our pool cost $36,000. So oh, you know about how big that hole is. It's not a huge pool, and it's only five foot deep, so you can't dive or nothing. So, okay, so he has so 30, a pool that costs thirty six thousand dollars, and he thinks he needs a new career. Uh, <laughs> are you hiring? I need, yeah, I need to open a pool company. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the what it is is uh, the cost of concrete had gone up like everything else at the time. So, I think that's where part of it came from. They didn't want to overpay and lose on their back end. I'm looking at trailer homes in Florida that are less than your pool. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. And it's only gone up since then. Holy jeez. But I guess water is a premium when you live in uh, Arizona. Oh, water was none of the cost at all. <laughs> no, but I mean having something that entails water when you're in the middle of the desert is probably everyone wants something. Right, right. So, right. so wait, I have, I have a question because I know I asked you when I was out there. How did you get that dug? Because you're not like on a corner, so you're in between two houses. Right. How did you get like a backhoe back there to dig it out? What they had to do was between uh, 
not where the fence is, but on the other side, they had to take a brick wall out so they could get this little four-foot uh, dealie back there. Then they dug it out and took it out one scoop at a time. <laughs> so you, I, and you, I, obviously, you had to talk to your neighbor and say, look, we're taking, the, we're taking this wall out. We're going to put it back. But for now, are we cool that we take it out so I can get the backhoe in? Yeah, Wait a minute. It, it we was got... just on our property. So, but yeah, it didn't affect them. But yeah, we did talk to him and let him know. We we got five minutes, and I'm glad you brought up neighbor. What, what what's their name again? Big B, the ones we uh, the Weavers. The Weavers. Weavers. Can you please give us the scope on the Weavers and why you're so excited for them to move? And have they moved yet? And can we move forward with the audio drama? And you can edit the whole thing. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing. I was talking to my wife about this today because I said I'm going to be on the show. And I've, I've talked about the Weavers so many times, and I just, I never went in detail. The sad news is there really is no detail. Uh, they didn't like us, so thus we didn't like them. Uh, they called my, I called my, they called my wife a bitch, and they called me an asshole for no reason, even though we were nothing but perfectly nice to their kids. Mm -hmm. So it, it, there really was no story other than kind of the whole neighborhood hated them. Other than that, it, there's, there's nothing there, really. Uh, I wish there had been more. I was honest to God going to sit there and write out a huge, like, made-up story. You know, I used to drink with them, and I, I, and I, I just never got to it. Leave it yes. to us. <laughs> you do right. the editing. We'll do the creating on this one. All right. Okay, cool. What we have so many characters through the weeks that Big B has written down from various stories. I have. That are going to transpire into this. And and what do we say when there's no information in the story? Right. We make it up. Make it yeah. up. Yeah. And that's what I did with the White Castle story, giving away sliders. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, cool. Nice of you. But I have to make this dirty. So yes. you show your butthole, you get a free slider. Yeah. <laughs> I love yes, White I have, Castle, I, I by the way. So, so we, have, we have quite a number for the Weavers. Uh, we've got Eduardo... Uh, Colonel Lou Caputo, <clears throat> Richard Atchison. Yes. Quan De Dong. Yes. That'd, that'd be like his friend in the army. Yeah, Tovencho. Dorleans Philidor. <laughs> Taylor Shaw Business. Yes. This is how big the Weavers have been, Mike. Wow, that's amazing. These are all characters that will be included in the Weavers story. Nice, nice. Oh, hey, I have a question. That that guy uh, is a bussy. What was the first name? I, I didn't catch that. Uh, oh, I don't remember the first. Because I, I think it was William. Well, okay. Because I was thinking this could be Gary Busey as well. Because yes. that dude's a crackpot. He's nuts. Yeah, it was yeah. spelled differently. It was B U S I was okay, in the story. Right. So not B U S E Y. Right. That would have been great though if it had been him. Oh yeah. I, that could absolutely be a Gary Busey thing. Yeah, because he's out of his. He's batshit crazy. Yeah, totally. That All motorcycle right. accident wrecked him. Oh my god! It's that time, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Name the show. It is. Name the show. Let's go to our our very special guest. Although he's on the show every week. Um, what do you got, Mike? I'm going to say you've got three. Perfect. Yes, three. Exactly. Oh, good at this. Okay. What do we I, got? I have. She loves Chachi. Uh, white boy Rick, because I laughed every time it was said, <laughs> and uh, pulled the meat. 
Hold the meat. White boy. Rick and Rick. pulled the meat. And what, what, what was the meat? Uh, pulled the meat. Pulled the meat. That's a good one, too. Okay. So I'm going to go next, Big B, because I think I have two of the same ones. Just shows where I also wrote down with an explanation point. White boy Rick. Yeah. There you go. So definitely has to be a, uh, a show note. And I also wrote down, she loves Chachi. <laughs> You're on the same wavelength. We're, uh, that's really weird. Sometimes you and I have one, but not two. I watch nature programs. <laughs> um, and I don't know why I wrote this down, but it was awesome. He landed on a turnbuckle. <laughs> and my final one, I told you not to stop. That's you all an I, argument while you're having sex. That's I all I got to for tonight. Uh, Mike, how many do you think Big B has? Uh, four. Yeah, I'm thinking the same as you because we're matching tonight. He can't have more than four. I have exactly four. Oh, geez, ladies and gentlemen, yes. play your lottery tickets this week. Yeah. Four, four, four. Pick the pick three, all fours. <laughs> First one, the longest one that I told you I would write down for a show note. Accidental electrocution to autoerotic manipulation. You're going to have to text that. To, there's no way I'm going to be able to write that down. <laughs> I will te- I will I will text that to you. Yeah, send that to me in the in the, in the chat. Next one uh, was at the very beginning of the show. I don't even remember where this came from. Uh but it just sounded cool at the time. It was rain dance vibe. <laughs> I love that one. I don't it even was know what that was from. That's from Von Chone or Tone, what is his name? Is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're talking about the yeah, okay. Rain Dance 5. I love that. That's for sure a show note, if not the name. Our torn between these final two for show for show names. But I, I kind of like one a little bit more than the other. So my runner-up will be Amish NASCAR. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I read that, too. It was great show notes. All right. And my entry for show name... We're two thirds Helen Keller. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes, yes, I like that. <laughs> two thirds. Did you guys ever hear the? Uh, you guys heard the Sal commercial because that's Big B in it, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I did a commercial uh, of the Helen Keller uh, Alexa speaker. <laughs> no. Yes, it is. It's great. Oh, you have you have to send that to us. You I got it. Send, we'll I'll play it. it. We'll play it. All it's right, so totally inappropriate. I'm sure it is. <laughs> two of us said she loves Chachi, which would be short and sweet. Or is it we are two thirds Helen Keller? I like two thirds Helen Keller. I can go with that as well. And Big B always grins. Yes. But I, oh, I did say this one. I usually don't. The ones that usually like I will choose the name, but I never say it. It's always uh, DK who says it, or it comes from the story. This one I did actually say. Yes, that was a good one. We are two-thirds Helen Keller, ladies and gentlemen, with a very special third on the show. Let the audience figure out who the Helen Kellers are. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> probably, probably the guy that never gets invited on anyone's show. Um, <laughs> anyway, Mike, it's been great having you. We learned so much about you. We've had a lot of fun tonight. Thanks, guys. This was a blast. And, uh, of course, not mandatory that you attend, but you know how to get on the show now. And whenever you're free and you can get rid of the wife, uh, you're welcome to join us. All right, cool. Thank you. Uh, just a tip for you. Um, I know Big B gets his wife doing crafts and stuff like that. I just turn on Hallmark and run downstairs. <laughs> oh. There you go. All right, that's, kids. That's, See you, you next time. A, you should call that a pro tip. Yeah. Just just giving a tip is something different. Yeah. Just the tip. Well, just the tip. Yes. DK's tip of the week. Used to be a segment. It flopped. Anyway, see you. I want you to pack up and get out. Get the hell out of here. Go. Just go. Get out. Get the hell out. Shut the f*** Get out. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Shut up. Shut up. Shut, 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 shut up. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.